This episode is supported by Active Skin Repair. Active Skin Repair is a skin health company helping people heal with natural, non-toxic, medical-grade ingredients. I just randomly... Vinny was having a toe skin irritation issue and he ended up having this like skin that was really irritating him and it was getting kind of like icky and you know like when kids start to get like little scabs and scratches and then they want to pick at it and it was getting worse and so active skin repair showed up on my doorstep as a result of the sponsorship and I got to put it to use immediately and I got the ointment formula or the like ointment formulation and then also the spray and the spray was perfect so Vinny does not like ointmenty creamy lotiony things on his body but I was able to get out the spray literally took it out of the packaging the day it arrived put it on his toe before he went to bed and the next morning he was like mom my toe's all better. It was literally like this super amazing cure that helped his toes so quickly. So you can use active skin repair on a wide range of skin issues, including cuts, scrapes, burns, sunburns, rashes, other types of skin damage. It's totally safe, non-toxic, suitable on all types of skin, even parts of the body where you might have rosacea or eczema or have acne prone skin. This is also safe for the youngest members of your family up to the oldest. So now you have one simple solution for your family's skin health needs. With over 500 thousand happy customers and thousands of five-star reviews and super safe and clean ingredients active skin repair is something that you want to have on hand for your family so to get your own active skin repair go to activeskinrepair.com to learn more about active skin repair and get 20 percent off your order when you use the code shameless that's activeskinrepair.com use the code shameless for 20 percent off your order activeskinrepair.com code shameless This is the Shameless Mom Academy, episode 297. Show notes for this episode, including any links mentioned in the episode, as well as any discount codes from our sponsors, can be found by going to shamelessmom.com and clicking on episode 297. Welcome to the Shameless Mom Academy. I'm your host, Sarah Dean. I'm here to give you and other passionate, driven, unapologetic moms tools, resources, and a little bit of humor to help you lead more positive, powerful, and purposeful lives every damn day. One of the best things about the Shameless Mom Academy is our community, so be sure to join us in our free private Facebook group to connect with other shameless moms just like you. You can find us over at shamelessmom.com forward slash Facebook. All right, let's dive into today's episode. This episode of the Shameless Mom Academy is brought to you by Third Love. When it comes to bra shopping, it's all about finding the right fit for you. Hello, mamas. If you are listening in live time, it is New Year's Eve. So happy New Year's. I am so honored to have spent any amount of time with you in the last year, whether you have been listening since the first of the year or you've tuned into the show or discovered the show more recently. It is always an honor to live in your ears and be a part of your day. And so I don't take that lightly at all. And I was inspired to do today's episode after I did this last year and found it to be so cathartic and therapeutic to do a little bit of a like year in review session, but also be able to share with you some of the highlights of the year in terms of the conversations that were had here in the Shameless Mom Academy. And also, I think what's really valuable about this is sometimes moms are listening and they are wondering, like, I can't listen to 300 episodes in the next month, but I want to know like the best of the best. So this is a good starting point for you. If you're a newer listener and you're like, where do I get the best of the best for 2018? It's right here. Or maybe you've listened to every episode ever because I know there's some diehard fans out there. 
and you want to go back and revisit some episodes. I actually have a few people who I know listen routinely to episodes like two and three times. So these are all episodes that would be well worth giving another listen to. And so I wanted to, on kind of a quiet week, I know a lot of my podcasting friends aren't podcasting this week because of the holidays. And I didn't want to leave you like totally, you know, out to dry with no content. But I did want to give you something in case you were wanting something for a road trip, getting on a plane, anything like that. But I didn't want to give you like a ton of content where you were like, I need to put an action plan into place. And some of my episodes are a little bit like, here's your three steps to improve your life today, which might feel like too big of a responsibility on New Year's Eve. So I'm giving you a rundown of episodes that are conversations that are going to shift your perspective, inspire you, light you up, give you hope help you find your power, help you turn struggles into strengths, all these great things, because I'm going to share with you 10 of the most impactful guests of 2018. Now, first of all, I should tell you all these will be linked up in the show notes. So if you are wondering how to find them, you can find them all on my website by doing searches. I should also tell you the best way to do a search on my site for a guest is to just go type in shamelessmom.com space and then the guest name. We don't have a search navigation on our site right now. We will be doing a site rebuild in 2019. But in the meantime, you have to kind of get crafty with your searches and mostly just do it via Google. So if you just put into Google shamelessmom.com and then the name of a guest or the topic. So you could do like shamelessmom.com space divorce and any titles with divorce and then would pop up. So that's an easy way to search right now. But for all the episodes that I'm going to mention right now, they'll all be linked up in the show notes. So if you go to shamelessmom.com and click on episode 297, you'll just get a list of all of these episodes to link to. I will also identify them by episode number. So if you're looking in iTunes, you can look them up by episode number, which will be probably the easiest way to identify them from there. So I hope that's helpful identifying information. And I will tell you, it was super hard to narrow this list down. And I, as a recovering people pleaser, I feel like I'm leaving a lot of people out, which feels really uncomfortable because every time I have a guest on the show, a connection is made and every single connection is really special and touches me in a different, unique, profound way. And every conversation is really, really impactful. And I'm ridiculously grateful for every single guest that comes on the show. So I will say that putting together a list like this makes me feel like I'm being exclusionary. Is that a word? I'm being exclusive. Maybe exclusive is the word. It makes me feel like I'm being a little exclusive and leaving people out. And I don't want to hurt any feelings or offend anyone. There's definitely people who I had amazing connections with this year who I know are going to listen to this and be like, wait, but what about me? So just know that I love you. I adore you. I'm honored and privileged to have you be a part of the conversations and a part of my community here at the Shameless Mom Academy. So I love you to all of my guests always and forever. And I chose these conversations as my 10 of the most impactful conversations of the year. Because first of all, there's a variety of different conversations that were had, as you'll see as I go through these. And also that the guests come from a variety of backgrounds. So I really wanted to give you like 10 really different conversations that all could impact you in a powerful way. So that's kind of how I got there. And these guests, it was really fun to go back and revisit some of these conversations while I was putting together this list. And it just, again, it drove home like, oh man, it is just, or oh woman, (laughs) it is just like... It's so cool that I get to do this. And this year was such a big year for me. Last week, I talked about my five biggest shifts of 2018 and being able to put together this list this week and 
look back on all these conversations just helps me realize again, like what great things happened in 2018. So thank you to all my guests who are part of that. And thank you to the listeners who consistently weigh in on these conversations and make comments on social media. By the way, whenever you support a guest and comment on their episodes on social media and let them know that you loved the conversation, that means so much to them because a lot of times guests come on the show and they're like, I don't know, are people going to like me? Like what's going to happen? So anytime you comment on an episode on Facebook or Instagram and you're like, oh my gosh, I love this or so-and-so was amazing. This really touched me anything. It means a lot to our guests. And I make sure that they're tagged in all those posts so that they can see the comments coming in. So please do give those comments and give those guests love very liberally because they definitely deserve it. All right. So let's dive in. I'm going to go through these 10 most impactful conversations in the order that they were recorded. So I'm just going by episode number. They're not like an order from my favorite to my least favorite or anything like that. They're just in the order that they actually occurred on the podcast. So we're going to start with an episode from early 2018, episode number 194 with my friend, Andrea Owen. I get to say my friend, I didn't know her before we had this conversation. And now I get to call her a friend because actually like we had a phone call. We got on FaceTime together recently. I'm like, we're officially friends. Like you're not just like someone who I didn't interview you with. Like you're my friend. So Andrea's amazing. I was on her podcast, Your Kick-Ass Life. She was on my podcast. And the reason I wanted to highlight her in this list was because of her conversation around numbing behaviors. So she came on the show to talk about her book. And in that context, she was talking about the way women use alcohol, food, TV, and social media to numb ourselves. And this was really, really enlightening to me. And you know that last week I talked about my shift in my relationship with alcohol and how I talk about alcohol. And I will tell you that a lot of that came from this conversation with Andrea Owen. Like That kind of started me rethinking how I want to frame alcohol in my life and definitely how I want to be presenting my use of alcohol to other people. And so I talked more in depth about that last week on last week's episode because alcohol was a big shift for me in 2018. But I think that I so appreciate Andrea highlighting her experience with alcohol. She's now sober for a number of years. I want to say maybe seven or so years. And so we had a great conversation. Also, she's a super fast talker and you know I love a fast talker. So here's what I talked about with Andrea. We talked about the three things holding you back from happiness, why women use alcohol, food, television, and social media to numb ourselves and how to stop, the truth about gossip and why you do it, why you need to define your core values, even if you think it's corny, and how grief can cause regression and how to make that regression a phase and not a habit. So definitely tune into that episode. Next up, we have episode 210 with Kelly Heron. Kelly Heron is actually a woman from Seattle who I followed her story on the news and through other connections I have in the running community here in Seattle. She was attacked in a public bathroom while she was out training for a run as part of her marathon training. She was attacked in a bathroom in a park by a man who tried to sexually assault her. And she got away and she has just taken the opportunity to use her trauma for so much good and to inspire so many women and to help so many women. And it's just been amazing and phenomenal and beautiful and powerful to see everything that she's done. So I interviewed her last March and it was right at the time, I believe our interview actually went live on the one year anniversary or within a couple of days of the one year anniversary of her attack. And when you listen to her interview, like I get goosebumps right now just thinking about it. She talks about this trauma and this attack very, very 
openly and with a ton of description. And I mean, she gives us the play by play of how it went down and what she did to save herself and get out, what the aftermath of that looked like. And it was really, really gruesome to listen to, but also really powerful. And what I so appreciated was how she talked about her use of self-defense and shared different tactics. And so when you listen to this interview with Kelly, you're going to hear the play-by-play of her attack and how she prevented herself from being sexually assaulted. She'll also share specific self-defense techniques that she used that anyone could use in an attack. She talks about why awareness and perseverance are key to saving yourself from an attacker. She shares how she spent the last year as a fighter, a survivor, and a warrior, not as a victim. She talks about what recovery from trauma looks like on a day-to-day basis and how her recovery from alcohol aided in her assault recovery. So this was just a phenomenal interview, and I'm so grateful for Kelly and all the work she's putting out into the world. I mean, she's really taken this opportunity to use her story to build a platform to help other women, and it's been really, really amazing and profound to watch. So I so appreciate her impact on the world. This episode is supported by AquaTrue. Having clean, safe water is the last thing you want to worry about. But unfortunately, according to extensive research by the Environmental Working Group, three out of four, yes, three out of four homes in America have harmful contaminants in their tap water. So that's why you got to check out AquaTrue. AquaTrue purifiers have a four-stage reverse osmosis purification process. And their countertop purifiers, which is what we have, take no installation or plumbing, and they remove 15 times more contaminants than ordinary pitcher filters and they're specifically designed to combat chemicals like PFAS, which can lead to potentially adverse health effects like cancer, endocrine system disruption, and liver toxicity, which is part of what makes AquaTrue so special, unique, and important in terms of how they are able to filter water. They also have water purifiers to fit every type of home. So like the installation-free countertop purifier that we have at our house to higher capacity under sink options. They even have Wi-Fi connected purifiers and mineral boost options. So I'm so excited about our new AquaTrue. And here's the thing. I swear it's like a gentle reminder to actually drink more water every time you walk into your kitchen. So we are drinking more water now and also more clean water. So more water that is more clean. It feels like a double win. I'm feeling pretty impressed with us. I feel like sink water, tap water becomes invisible at a certain point. And when I see the purifier on my counter, it's like many time a day reminder to like, keep drinking, keep drinking. So I want you to check out AquaTrue for yourself and for your family. AquaTrue comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee, and that makes it a great gift as well. Today, my listeners, can receive 20% off any AquaTrue purifier when you go to AquaTrue.com. That's A-Q-U-A-T-R-U.com and enter the code SHAMELESS at checkout. That's 20% off any AquaTrue purifier when you go to AquaTrue.com and use the code SHAMELESS, S-H-A-M-E-L-E-S-S, AquaTrue.com code SHAMELESS. This episode is supported by a podcast I want to share with you called Understood Explains. So this show is about navigating ADHD, dyslexia, and other learning and thinking differences, which can be so confusing. And so every uh, season of the show is around a different theme. So there's a season on special education, there's a season on ADHD diagnosis for adults, and the current season is all about IEPs. I love this podcast because the episodes are 10 to 15 minutes long. So if you are short on time or short on focus, you can take this content in super quickly, easily. It's very digestible. And the show is hosted by teacher and special education expert, Juliana Utube. So Juliana talks all about how to navigate educational plans, 
IEPs. She talks about the differences between IEPs and 504 plans. She really breaks things down in a really clear and simple way so that you have some of those questions that you might be thinking around like, does this pertain to my child? Is this something I need to be looking into? Like, where do we go from here? Where do I go if I have questions? Juliana has you covered. She explains so many different things and so many different little pieces and nuance of IEPs and special education and different things on Understood Explained. So I want you to go check it out wherever you're listening to this podcast. You can go listen to Understood Explains. Just go into your podcast app, do a search for Understood Explains, and it will pop right up. Click on it, pick your episode, and get the answers that you've been looking for and the support that you need around different learning differences and differences in school. Next up, episode 238 was with Dana Malstaff. So Dana Malstaff came on the show to talk about divorce, proactive crying, and getting naked. And I wanted to highlight Dana here because I loved how she talked about the evolution of our relationships and our marriages. And what was so impactful to me in this conversation was that she talked about how getting to know herself better actually led her to getting a divorce. And I think that this is a really important thing to acknowledge that we change and shift and grow so much in adulthood and you know from year to year and definitely from decade to decade. And I really appreciate the way that she shared this in a way that helped me identify that as you grow, people around you are also growing and situations are changing. And you have a responsibility to acknowledge that. And in her case, taking responsibility for that meant getting a divorce. Now, that doesn't have to be the case for everyone, But I also think that it really highlighted to me that we can't just like brush under the rug that we are evolving beings, that we need to recognize like, this is how I've grown. And hey, partner, are you on board with this? Like, how does this impact you? Where are we going together as we evolve? And I think that Dana did a nice job of talking through that and also talking about being on the other side of divorce and what that feels like to her, what that's been like and how she's found power in that situation. So Dana talks about what inspired the Boss Mom movement. So Boss Mom is her company with tens of thousands of Boss Moms involved, which is a very, very cool to hear about that. She talked about the power of proactive crying, when you're not a kid person, but you're a parent. So she identifies herself as not being a kid person, but she is a parent and how she kind of navigates that, which was a fun conversation. She talked about the difference between feeling like a mom and feeling like a woman. She shares how getting to know herself better led to her divorce, why you need to spend more time naked, and her philosophy that hope is not in the situation, it is in the solution. So this was a great conversation. I actually had some people in my life reach out to me afterwards whose marriages were in tenuous places to be like, wow, I really needed to hear this conversation today. So thank you to Dana. I really appreciate you showing up on the Shameless Mom Academy so shamelessly. Next up is episode 240 with Debbie Reber. Debbie Reber is the author of Differently Wired, and it was one of my favorite books of 2018. Debbie actually has been on the show twice. She was on the show in its first year, and then she came back to talk about her book, Differently Wired. And when she sent me an advanced copy of her book to review for this interview, I was just going to kind of flip through and like take a few notes to prepare. And I started reading and I couldn't put it down. And then I was like, oh my gosh, like everybody needs this book. And I talked about it a lot on social media. I talked about it on the show multiple times. I've gifted this book to many people. It had such an impact on my perspective and my perspective on how kids are wired and not just how kids are wired, how like at minimum 20% of the population is differently wired. And so whether that means you fall on the spectrum of ADD or ADHD or having autism or dyslexia or like anything that makes your brain function just a little less typically than the average person, then this is really powerful information for you to just see that 
this is a big thing. So even if you have neurotypical kids and you and your partner are neurotypical and you're like, we all are kind of the same. I mean, that's, <laughs> I could pick that statement apart a lot right there because we're not all kind of the same. But what's important to recognize is that even if you don't have a neurodiversity in your family situation, that your kids are in school with kids who do. And your kids are in school with kids who are not the same as them, who are differently wired and who learn differently. And so how can we be accommodating to that? And also, how can we be setting kids up to be strong and capable based on their strengths, their gifts, their talents, and not pigeonholing them based on their struggles or where they might fall a little bit short or be a little deficient compared to a kid sitting next to them. And so I thought, I mean, I could go on and on about how profound this book is, how powerful it is. It's so, so good. I really appreciated it as a neurotypical person who's raising a neurotypical child. I just think that there was so many lessons in here and I think every parent should read it. So Debbie talks about how many kids fall under the umbrella of being differently wired and why being differently wired provides many gifts and opportunities. She talks about how to parent from possibility instead of fear, how to introduce your child based on their strengths, not their struggles, how to manage the parenting comparison trap, especially all those families with pictures of perfect vacations that you see on social media, and how to use your loud and unapologetic voice when it comes to being an advocate for your child. So I know that you'll really get a lot out of this conversation, no matter where your kids lie. And what was interesting to me with this conversation is I got a lot of feedback from people saying that they really loved the conversation. It was so helpful to them. But what I didn't expect was that a number of people commented about having partners that have ADD, ADHD, or on the autism spectrum, like any of these kinds of things. And how this episode impacted that, because I know that this has actually come up multiple times in different coaching groups that I've been in recently and people that I've coached where they're like, well, my partner has ADHD and it's really hard on our marriage sometimes. And so this conversation with Debbie also gave some perspective just around how anyone in your life is differently wired, where you can maybe be of service the most and give people their opportunities to shine rather than always feeling like you're trying to support them in deficits, which is such a different way to look at it. Next up, episode 244 with Dr. Jenny Yip. So Dr. Jenny Yip came on to talk about moms coping with postpartum OCD. And we ended up talking about OCD in a broader sense. So she shared about her life growing up with OCD, how she managed it, had it pretty under control. And then she had twin sons and it re-manifested itself in a very new and different way that was pretty paralyzing to her. And so she came on the show to talk about her experience with postpartum OCD, but we also got into just symptoms of OCD, how it can manifest in different ways. We also talked about anxiety. We talked about what OCD looks like in children because it's different. OCD and anxiety manifest and look differently from an outward appearance and in children than in adults. So this was really, really fascinating. And I thought that, you know, for me as someone who didn't really, couldn't identify until just a couple of years ago that anxiety has been in my life since I was really, really little, this conversation really opened my eyes <laughs> to just parts of my life. And I know that so many people with anxiety could identify parts of our lives that we kind of either sleep under the rug or don't fully embrace or admit or even really see completely because we haven't been able to pinpoint like, oh, wait maybe I actually have this thing that has a label. And I know sometimes we're hesitant to put labels on things, but in some cases it can be really helpful because you see, oh wait, that's why I have this difference or I have this thing that makes me like special or you know unique compared to someone else. So 
Dr. Yip came on and she talked about all the ways that OCD can manifest as well. And by the way, did I mention OCD stands for obsessive compulsive disorder? That might have been helpful for you to know. So she talks about all the ways that OCD can manifest as well as the three different ways it showed up in her family growing up. She talked about the crippling grip postpartum OCD had on her and what it cost her in her relationship with her twin sons. She shared how adults can use cognitive behavioral therapy and exposure therapy to quickly improve their OCD symptoms. We talked about what OCD looks like in children, what is quirky behavior versus OCD behavior. She shared why OCD is often misdiagnosed as ADD, ADHD, or oppositional defiant disorder in kids. And she shares what kinds of treatment models are successful in treating kids with OCD and anxiety. So this was a really, really valuable conversation. Next up, it's a two-part episode. So I gave her one spot here. Episode 246 and 248 was a two-part interview that I did with Danny J. And Danny J came on the show so kindly to talk about her experience having put her daughter up for adoption at the age of 16. So she was 15 when she got pregnant, had her daughter at the age of 16, put her up for adoption at that time, and then has now reunited with her daughter. Her daughter is, I believe, 19 or 20, maybe even a little older than that, as an active part of her life. And the story is just, it's a phenomenal story of a young woman really, really struggling and completely turning her life around and sharing her message with the world. And it's so, so awesome. I'm just so grateful that Danny J was open to sharing her story on here. I think that the messages that she shares, I mean, everything that she talks about, like she just like destigmatizes everything that a teenage girl could possibly go through. We talk about eating disorders and depression, suicidal ideation, being hospitalized in mental health hospitals, teen pregnancy, considering abortion, putting a baby up for adoption. Is there anything we missed in there? Like these are all things that she faced. And oh, and then she found out that she herself, that Danny J herself was her biological father was a sperm donor. And her dad that she had been raised by kind of disclosed this like in the middle of a heated argument when Danny J was a teenager. So there was just so much to dive into in this episode. And the story is amazing to listen to. And the way that Danny J has incorporated her story into her strengths and really used her story to embrace who she is today is just so, so amazing. And I was so honored to have her here. So there's two parts to this episode. It's episode 246 and episode 248. It's one interview, but we cut it in half. So in that, Danny talks about how having a baby at 16 saved her from her eating disorder, depression, and suicidal thoughts, how giving up her baby actually gave her life purpose again, how her grown daughter coached her on meeting her sperm donor biological dad last year, how opening all the doors in her biological family relationships has improved all relationships with her parents, and why she's a shameless mom, even though she didn't raise her daughter. And I have to say, I just caught myself in this recording. So I just used the terminology giving up her baby when I was reading through this talking points. And I actually went back and changed the name of this episode. It was pointed out to me After I released the episodes, it was pointed out to me that in the adoption community that you don't ever gave up because that implies that a parent was putting a baby up for adoption because they didn't want them. And there's like negative connotations around that phrasing and terminology. And so I went back and changed the episode titles to Danny J that she placed for adoption. Sorry. So that's like the correct terminology. And I just wanted to point that out because I think it's always really important that we learn 
from our mistakes and that words matter, semantics matter. And I think it's really important to be open to that feedback. And so I appreciate a couple of moms right away posted on social media to say like, hey, this was an amazing interview. And by the way, we don't use the words gave up in relationship to adoption anymore. So thank you to the moms who called me out on that. I really appreciate it. Next up, episode number 264 with Jessica Butts. This was a fun, fun interview. Jessica Butts works with people on personality typing, specifically around the Myers-Briggs personality test. And we dive into Myers-Briggs. We dive into the personality types. We talk about all sorts of things around this. But what I love about this conversation is that Jessica and I have very similar energy. So <laughs> this from the second we got going, I was like, we're just going. Like This is going to be like 110% energy the entire interview. And it was. But Jessica also just always provides a tremendous amount of value when she is speaking. And I so appreciate the way she shows up and teaches and shares. And so in this conversation, she talks about how knowing and embracing your personality type can change the course of your life, how intuitive people can thrive in a world dominated by sensors, the struggle of feelers and why we're often misread by others and marginalized, and also how to assess your kids. So knowing your personality type is really, really valuable. I would highly recommend, I'm going to put a link in the show notes. You can actually take the quiz on Jessica's website. You can take the personality type quiz. She has a very short version of it there. It's like five minutes of like 20 quick questions. And if you take that quiz before you listen to this episode, it will actually be really insightful for you. So you'll listen with a kind of being able to apply the information to yourself right away. So I will put that in the show notes as well if you want to take that quiz, because I think that's really, really valuable as well to have that information on yourself. Next, we have episode 270 with Nicole Sylvester. Nicole Sylvester came on the show to talk about her story about surviving abuse, addiction, and a murder that happened in her own home. And I heard Nicole interviewed on another podcast. I immediately went and got her book. I could not put the book down. It was such a fascinating read. Honestly, the whole time you're reading it, you're like, how is this even real? The things that Nicole has endured is just, it's beyond what one can comprehend. But I wanted to have her come on the show because in addition to being a survivor and a warrior in all these different contexts, she also is a shameless single mom. And I wanted to talk to her about that. So Nicole comes on the show and she talked about how she survived rock bottom when her ex-boyfriend murdered a woman in her own home. She also talks about how she drugged her abusive ex-boyfriend to escape with her daughter. She talked about how she turned her life of addiction and abuse into a life of service and purpose. She shares the power and purpose of radical compassion and how to move into the lesson and leadership phase of your story, which I loved this. I thought that this was such a powerful shift when you're considering stories and where you stand in your stories. And she shares why you need to start with celebration in your life in order to get over feeling like you're not enough. So this was a really fantastic conversation I adore Nicole's work. Her story is phenomenal. And if you want a great read with some great lessons in it that will just captivate your attention from beginning to end, her book, which is called O-Shift, that's O-H-S-H-I-F-T, is such a great read. And I'll make sure that I link to the book in the show notes as well. 
When it comes to raising kids, there's so much to consider. Things like, what do we feed them? When do we feed them? How do they sleep? What does it look like to raise kind kids? How does their nervous system work? How do I keep myself calm? What are my triggers? There's so much that comes into play, and we are distilling all of that information for you at Voices of Your Village podcast, where we bring experts in the field of early childhood and education and psychology and across the board so that you don't have to comb the internet for information. You get to show up and hang out and have shame-free, judgment-free conversations and insights into what it looks like to raise kind, empathetic, emotionally intelligent humans. I'm Alyssa Blask Campbell. I have a master's degree in early childhood education. I'm a mom of two, and I am walking this journey right alongside you doing this work. Come hang out with me at Voices of Your Village, and we can dive into real conversations with actionable tips. Hey there, I'm Debbie Reber, the founder of Tilt Parenting and the author of the book, Differently Wired. The mission of Tilt is to change the way neurodivergence, whether that's having a learning disability, having ADHD, being gifted, autistic, or some combination of all of the above, is perceived and experienced so differently wired kids and the parents like us raising them can truly thrive. On the Tilt Parenting Podcast, I get to talk with authors, therapists, educators, and parenting experts who are committed to this mission. I ask the questions my listeners are most curious about when it comes to supporting our kids. And in turn, my guests share strategies for challenges, out-of-the-box ideas for navigating school, best practices for therapies, tips for advocating, and so many thoughtful insights on what it really takes to help our kids grow up feeling seen and respected so they can create awesome lives for themselves. I know that raising a differently wired kid can feel overwhelming and isolating, but I promise you, you are not alone and it can feel so much better. If you're on this parenting journey, come listen to Tilt Parenting. Together, we can shift this paradigm and show up for our exceptional kids with hope, possibility, and joy. So two more episodes to go. These are pretty recent episodes. We have episode 280 with Courtney Shorter, and Courtney came on the show to talk about her infertility journey. And Courtney and I are actually in a mastermind group together in a business coaching group called Million Dollar Badass. And stay tuned because I'm going to be talking about Rachel Rogers and Million Dollar Badass in just a minute. But prior to that, let me talk about Courtney. So Courtney and I met in our mastermind group that we're in together. And Courtney, when she introduced herself to the group in our Facebook group, she just put like a little bio blurb in there, but she talked about losing twin daughters. And right away I said, oh my gosh. And she talked a little bit more about her infertility journey. I said, I really relate to your story. I did not lose twins. I did not lose babies at all. But I said, I relate to your infertility journey and I would love to interview on my podcast. And Courtney was immediately very open and responsive and receptive to that, for which I'm so grateful. But what I didn't realize was how long and involved her infertility journey was. And so she had this 10-year infertility journey that actually led to her finding out that she had a brain tumor. She ended up giving birth to twin one-pound baby girls, and she lost them both. So you could imagine the heartache. So she came on the show to talk about all of that. She also wanted to talk about how finding regular joy saved her from her grief. And then she shared why she created her own grief group to connect women of color experiencing grief. So I loved the conversation with Courtney. I know many of you said you were just listening in tears and her story does have a happy ending. So I will leave it at that. But I'm so grateful for her coming on and talking about infertility and especially after just weathering so many storms. I'm so happy for her that she has 
sweet little baby Hendrix to be celebrating with now, especially this is his first Christmas, his first New Year's. So really great happy ending to that story. But this interview with Courtney was pretty riveting and pretty special. And lastly, Rachel Rogers, episode 284 with Rachel Rogers, my business coach. And that episode was all about being a million dollar badass. And so um, Rachel, I have been waiting for the right opportunity to interview Rachel for quite a while. And I was trying to figure out like, how am I going to frame this? I knew I wanted her to come on the show. She's a mother of four. She coaches women to go from six figure businesses to seven figure businesses. She's all about helping women become millionaires and not just because that makes you like more able to afford fancy shoes, although she's totally encourages you to buy fancy shoes if you want to. But she also is really invested in the concept, which I wholeheartedly believe in, that when more women have more money, women have more playing power and women get to call the shots in terms of government, politics, world change, all sorts of things like that. So this is a really, really powerful conversation. And so I wasn't sure what I wanted to have Rachel come on the show to talk about until about a month or so ago, or shortly before we did the interview, I got to know a little bit more of her background story. And I was like, Oh, you need to come on and talk about that. Like, I finally had this view of like, okay, here's how I want to put the story together for you and share your story with my listeners. So Rachel came on to talk about how she emerged from a childhood impacted by poverty, addiction, mental health issues, and the loss of her father at the age of 12 to become a seven-figure earner. She shares the power and value in knowing our stories and how they impact our current reality. She talks about why all women should aim to become millionaires, the risks of living in a scarcity mindset, and over how to overcome mindset obstacles in order to live a million-dollar lifestyle. And I got a ton of feedback on this episode that you all loved it and you all felt really inspired and motivated to go push yourself to do bigger, better, bolder, braver, badass things. So I'm so grateful for Rachel to coming on the show and sharing her story. So there you have it. My 10 most impactful episodes or interviews of 2018. Thank you. Thank you to Andrea Owen, Kelly Heron, Dana Malstaff, Debbie Reber, Dr. Jenny Yip, Danny J, Jessica Butts, Nicole Sylvester, Courtney Shorter, and Rachel Rogers. You all are gems. I adore you. I'm so honored to have you in my life and to call you colleagues and friends. And thank you listeners for being such an amazing, special part of my year. Showing up here for you every week, twice a week is an honor and a privilege that I don't take lightly. And I so appreciate you being here to listen and to connect with. And I cannot tell you how much it means to me to be able to share this platform with you and share this community with you. And especially when you all share the show with other people and invite more shameless moms into the fold. And we just keep on growing our shameless mom community. Very, very excited for everything that 2018 has brought. And I know 2019 is going to be even bigger and even better every damn day. Thank you so much for joining me in the Shameless Mom Academy today. I really, really appreciate you being here and I hope you learned something new. As always, this conversation will be continued over in our free private Facebook group. You can join that group by going to shamelessmom.com forward slash Facebook to connect with other shameless moms just like you. Additionally, if this is your first time listening to the show, know that we are here every Monday and Wednesday with a brand new episode. So make sure you subscribe, go to whatever podcast app you use and subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. You can do that directly if you go to shamelessmom.com forward slash review that will put you in Apple Podcasts. 
where you can click on the subscribe button and you can also leave a review. If you scroll down a little bit, you can leave a five-star review. You can write a few sentences letting me know what you thought about the show. If you let me know how the show has impacted you in becoming a more shameless mom, you might be nominated to be shameless mom of the week. Also, please share this episode. My goal is to help more mamas be more shameless every damn day. So please do share this episode. You can take a screenshot of the episode on your phone and then share it out on social media. Tag me at the Shameless Mom Academy on Facebook or Instagram. I'm quick to reply and eager to send you Facebook love and love to be connected to all of you. So again, thank you for being here. I can't wait to be back here again with you in just a couple days. And until then, no matter what you do today, make sure you do it shamelessly. If you're a parent, I invite you to join us at the Mindful Mama podcast, where it's all about becoming a less irritable, more joyful parent. With sometimes hilarious and always thought-provoking experts and friends, at Mindful Mama, we know that you cannot give what you do not have. And when you have calm and peace within, then you can give it to your children. I'm Hunter Clark-Fields, and I can't wait to see you there. Listen in to the Mindful Mama podcast.